0: Thanks for subscribing to the One Cause Podcast. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing, so we believe that the more you hear these truths, the more they will benefit your life. Remember, all it takes is believing it. Turn with me to Philippians chapter 4 today. I'm going to be talking, I, I started to ask myself, self, is it too cliche to talk about thanks at Thanksgiving? Is it too old? Is it too tired? And I said, no, it's not. So we're going to talk about thankfulness. We're going to talk about uh, a shift in perspective to be living in a lifestyle of gratitude and thankfulness. You know, that word thanks means it simply means a readiness to show gratitude for something. And so I ask you to ask yourself, self, what am I ready to show gratefulness for? What am I ready to show gratitude for this week? It's easy because we get together with friends and family and we sit around a table, and we pray, and we tell each other what we're thankful for, it gets, it gets a little less easy to do that next month in January 1st, um, April 15th. It gets a little bit less easy to be, uh, have a, live in a lifestyle of gratitude. And so I want to challenge us as believers, as family, just to simply stay living in this, this attitude of gratitude, you might say, thankfulness, Right? And we're in Philippians chapter 4. This is a wonderful, a wonderful fatherly teaching from the Apostle Paul to the church at Philippi. Because what he does is he begins, to, he begins to take two or three ideas and bundle them all up into one little passage of Scripture. And it's interesting, and, and, and I'll go somewhere with this in just a moment, that he's talking in the beginning of this chapter 4 about not holding a grudge. Everybody's like, why are we starting there today? Why, why do we start about talking about not holding a grudge? And I think it's amazing that Paul says this. And I want to read this to you. where in Philippians chapter 4, verse 1. It says, therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren. This is talking about the church. He says, my joy and my crown. So stand fast in the Lord, beloved. Verse 2, I implore you, Eu- Euodia and Syntyche, or Syntyche, to be of the same mind in the Lord, or, right? Be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, who, this is one of the church overseers that he's specifically addressing, true companion, help these women. Help these women who labored with me in the gospel with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. And I like to call that positive pressure because Paul's getting us back to a big picture mentality, right? He's saying, listen, we need, to, we need to smooth over this and get past this because we have bigger fish to fry. We have bigger things to do. We're supposed to be a, a big, happy family. So those looking from the outside in aren't the ones saying, well, why are you two arguing? If this is so great, why are you arguing? Right? And Paul's saying this. He says, rejoice in the Lord always, verse 4. Again, I'll say Rejoice. And I think it's funny how Paul just slips little scriptures in like that. He says, listen, get over your differences because we have um, some people to influence with this good news of the gospel. And then he says, rejoice. And again, I say, (laughs) rejoice. So that tells us where we're supposed to be. It tells us where we're supposed to be in this life. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing. A lot of we all know, most of us know this scripture, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God and the peace, and this is a wonderful promise, the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds through Christ Jesus. Today, we're going to talk about thankfulness. See, Paul, Paul bundles thankfulness, forgiveness, and unity all into this passage, these few short verses. Evidently, they can work together. Evidently, they're all supposed to be together. And I was thinking about my life. You know, our lives as believers, our lives as just simply people here on this earth have so many layers to them, do they not, right? I'm thinking about myself because I have physical, mental, and spiritual needs and well-being. Then I have outside of me, I have my family this beautiful wife and a few kids. (laughs) Then we have outside of that, my extended family and my friends and the people I work with. And so there are so many elements and so many layers. And what's beautiful about this idea, this bundle, this packaged, a few ideas packaged together, is that if you live... In an attitude of thankfulness and in a place of giving thanks and shift your perspective, I truly believe that that will not only shape your future, but it will also help you forget the past and forgive and forget. That's not an easy thing to do. But again, when we're we're focusing our, our lives on this attitude, this being thankful. I don't know about you, but for me, there's less room for me to whine and complain. There's less time to do that because I'm thinking about what do I. Listen, I'm telling you, if you have a, a difficult relationship that's been troublesome in the past, I would challenge you to find some part of it. Even if it's over, even if the relationship's over and it didn't end well, you can say, you know what, Lord, I'm, I'm thankful for that time. I'm thankful for the wisdom I gained from that relationship. I'm thankful for whatever. Find something to be thankful for, right? Paul is specifically teaching the church here how to get along and express that gratitude in prayer. And so we see these two ladies that are at odds, and and Paul says, listen, we work together. We went to church together. We should be able to get past this. There's a bigger picture here. People knowing Jesus and knowing him better those that already know him, and knowing him better is our goal. So why Paul's saying, why do we let, let these petty things between us? When our goal is to have people know Jesus and know him better, why do we get our feathers ruffled so easy? Wouldn't it be easier if we were just thankful? I'm so thankful for this worship team. Walked in here this morning and just, man, I was immediately like at peace. Just immediately at peace. Thankful. Just thankful for the gifts and talents that are in this house. Yes. Thankful Barbie would make me a pecan pie a couple weeks ago. Man, I, I, I ate it late at night when I was alone. Oh, just so thankful. Thankful that we have people in here that love our little people. Our little tinies are raising them in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Thankful that we have, we have this whole crew sitting over here of this, this next generation with mustaches and shaggy hair who love Jesus. Right? And love community. See, it's important what your perspective is. It's really important what your perspective is. And I want you to leave this place today being challenged to to do this. 24-7, 365. That sounds overwhelming, doesn't it? 24-7, 365 is always like, well, I mean, to me, that's Waffle House. But... Who's with me? Anybody with me? Waffle House? All right. Somebody's with me. A couple of people. It sounds daunting. It's a big number. It's like, man, my whole life? Well, yeah, you can do this. Paul's actually encouraging us to do this. It's all a matter of perspective. If you're taking notes, I want you to write this simple thought down. If you're going to leave today, know this thought is to allow God's pattern to affect your perspective. Because what he's done here, Paul's laid out a pattern for us, and we can say, okay, uh, okay, so I can do this, this, and this, and and then, okay, oh, oh, and and then I'll have the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I like, I like patterns, I like instructions, I like, I don't like vague, I don't like, that's why it was hard for me to to it wasn't hard. I just took a long time to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I didn't really know about it. Because I'm a very black and white person, I like, I like understanding. And, uh, and when, I, when I received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, I, I understood that it wasn't about my understanding. <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, oh, this is a great new element of my life. This is beautiful, right? So allow God's pattern to affect your perspective, right? What Paul's saying here is, is I believe for us as believers to fight for reconciliation Don't look at your neighbor. Fight for reconciliation. Be happy and understand who God truly is. Because he is, and he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. He is God. He is your provider. He is your healer. He is your peace. He is your stability. Somebody needs to say amen right now in this climate. Jesus is my stability. Thank you, Lord. I don't know a lot, but I know I can go to Jesus, right? So fight for reconciliation, be happy and understand who God is and what he's done, and pray with thanksgiving. These are all laid out, right? In 2, verse 2 through about 7. Let me remind you that Isaiah chapter 26, verse 3 says, he will keep, uh, God will keep him in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So if there's anything we should do, we should be there, trusting him, mind state on him, attitude of thankfulness, rather than, I don't have this, or I wish I had this, or I, man, I'm so broken, I'm so... And listen, we go through that in times in our lives, I understand that, but if we can just shift that perspective to say, you know what, things may be blank, but I have this, or I've learned this. Or I'm in the middle of heading there right now. It's a perspective shift. One of my favorite scriptures ever in the New Testament is John 14, 27. And Jesus said, because it's in red. I don't know a lot, but I know Jesus is talking if it's written in red. In the Bible, John 14, 27 says, Jesus says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give to you. See, he's making a differentiation there. He's saying, ah, you, you know, you, you know if, you're, if there's not a storm outside, if you got the electricity on in your house, you have a little bit of peace. If you got these things, you have peace. Jesus is saying, listen, I bring something totally different. I, I bring a peace where no matter what's happening outside in the natural, you can still have this peace. He said, I'm going to leave that kind of peace with you. Let not your heart be troubled Neither let it be afraid, which is like, what? Do you know what's happening in my life right now? I got to have that peace. I have to have it. I have to lean on this. I have to rely on this. This is the only thing that's going to work. Everybody looking from the outside in are thinking, man, he's crazy. She's crazy. She's that doesn't make sense. Lost her job. Maybe divorced. Things in the natural don't look right, but there's peace. There's peace. And let me remind you that he left that peace. He gave that peace. If, if that peace is handed me, what, what do I have to do? If you handed me something, what do I do? If I have my hands like this, then, then I'm not going to receive it. So I'm actively saying, you know what? Okay, this is mine. I'm choosing to say, I need this piece. I received this piece. I'm going to hold on to this piece. Yeah. So no matter what happens in the natural, no matter what comes up against me, I'm just going to say, you know what? We had a little bit of car trouble like a month or two ago, a couple of months ago. And, uh, and it turned out to be in the natural a lot worse than we were, we were believing for. You know, sometimes you're like, man, my car doesn't work. I'm going to believe for this. And it it was kind of, it kind of turned out to be worst case scenario. And, and, and then the other car that gets both of us everywhere together now, because we're down, we're down a car, um, that car was starting to not start. And I, and at that point I started laughing. I said, you know what? (laughs) I mean, I really, honestly, she knows she saw me, my perspective shifted because at that point I was like, I don't even care. I'm, I'm good. Like. I'm not tired of fighting. I'm not giving up. I'm just, I'm shifting. Yeah, good. I'm shifting. And I said, and, when, and I turned the car on and it wouldn't start. And I said, you know what? I, I literally looked at her and I said, you know what? I am so thankful for this car right now. I am thankful for this car right now. I thank God that I have this car right now. And I just let it go. And some days it started and some days it didn't. <laughs> but we were thankful. We shifted. I wasn't giving up. I wasn't giving in. I just, you know what? I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm just not. I told you a month or two ago, I've received a supernatural grace for driving. I do not care what anybody else does. If they don't hit me, they can do whatever they want. I don't even care anymore. It's not worth my blood pressure elevating. It's really not. It's not. It's ah, It's good. Jesus left the ability here on earth gave it to you yeah. to get along, live in harmony, and be exempt from conflict. Right. Okay. So it's our job to believe and trust, right. right? It's our job to believe and trust. See, this pattern was laid out. This, this beautiful pattern in these few verses was laid out to us. And I like patterns. Our house Our house is a Lego house. We don't actually live in a house made of Legos. But we love Legos. We, we probably would if we could. We probably would if we could, but it'd be really cold. Plastic. Uh, but but we, we, you know, Max got Legos last year, I think maybe either for Christmas or, or his birthday. And sometimes we save a box and then six months later we'll come back to it. And they did that the, like a, a month or two ago. And, uh, and so we got that box out. Mom and Max got that box out on the table. And you know what happens when you see the front of that box? It's like, man, that is so cool, right? Batmobile or whatever it is, Star Wars. And your mind says, okay, I know what that looks like. I can do this. I can do this. I got this. And then you open six bags, and they explode everywhere, all over the table, all over the floor. Tomorrow, you're going to vacuum them up. The smallest pieces that you've ever seen. And you're supposed to work one bag at a time, but Max opens all six and just dumps them all together, and then we have to search through them. And with that bag is a beautiful set of instructions. But what do we do? I can do this. I see the picture on the outside. I can make this happen. And an hour and a half later you look up, and this leg is half as short as the other leg. Or there's only three wheels, and there's supposed to be six wheels. Because we didn't follow the pattern. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. There's a pattern laid out, and if we will just follow that, things are so much easier. Yeah. Yeah. There's some real basic patterns in Christianity. Believe, I'm just going to list a few. Believe, gather together and worship, forgive, give praise, pray. See, it's super important to follow the pattern and not try to move into your vision without God's vision. Don't move into your vision unless God's vision is there. Listen, we have vis- I have vision for my life. You have vision for your life. But if God's vision is not in that, well, I've been there before. Yeah. Anybody else been there before? Yeah. I tried that. Didn't end up well. Yeah. Didn't work out great for myself. So I want God's vision yoked with my vision. Yeah. How many times have you gotten off track, off the road, because you said, I can make this happen. I know what the picture looks like. I, get, I think this part probably goes here. I think this decision should be made now, but I'm not sure because I'm not listening to God. See, his vision offers endless possibilities for us to do things like build, to do things like mend relationships, to be the one that steps out and mends a relationship, to do things like allow growth in our own life. Endless possibilities to extend our influence in our jobs, in our families, at Walmart, 7-Eleven. Possibilities are endless with God. There's anything to be thankful for, be thankful for the possibilities. Don't, Don't be dwelling on the what ifs. I had to tell... I had to tell Max the other day, don't, don't stay in the what ifs. Because he's like, what if this happens at school? What if this happens? What if this happens? I said, no, 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 no. Don't stay there. I hear you, but don't stay there. Let's think like this. Let's change our perspective. Make the difference. See, because his pattern, his pattern shows us a way in our lives to, to uh, restore. Restore relationship with one another. To forgive, to celebrate each other. To always give thanks and to receive peace, receive, receive peace, receive peace. Now, listen, I want to read, I want to read this to you, this passage in, uh, in the message translation, because it is really beautiful. I, I love the way Paul speaks, and he says, I'm going to close with this, and we're in Philippians chapter, chapter 4, verse 1 today. And Paul says, my dear, dear friends, I love you so much. I love the way, I love the way he talks like such a dad, such a father. I love you so much. I want the very best for you. You make me feel such joy. Fill me with such pride. Don't waver. Stay on track, steady in God. Does it seem like he's buttering them up a little bit? He's about to bring that grace sandwich. I love you so much. You've got so many great things ahead. Don't let this little road, this little bump in the road change things. It says in verse 2, I urge you, and, <clears throat> and Syntyche, or syntike, to, to iron out their differences and make up. God doesn't want his children holding grudges. In verse 3, oh no, oh yes, syzygus. Since you're right, right there to help them work things out, do your best with them. These women worked for the message or the gospel hand in hand with Clement and me and with other veterans. Worked as hard as any of us. Remember, their names are also in the book of life. There's the positive pressure. Remember, their, lives are, their, their names are also in the book. Celebrate God all day, every day. What would your, honestly, what would your day look like if you celebrated God all day, every day? What would it look like? When that phone rings and you're like, oh, I don't want to take that call. Mm, I can't do this right now. But I'm celebrating God all day, every day, so I'm just going to take it. And it ends up being fine. And then he says, I mean, revel in him. If that doesn't tell you where your focus should be, I don't know what does. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side. Ooh, this speaks right now 2021. Make it as clear as you can to all you meet that you're on their side, working with them and not against them. Help them see that the master is about to arrive, he could show up at any minute. And then verse 6, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, just pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Numbers, uh, verse 7, before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness. Everything coming together for good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. See, like if we, can, if we can elevate big picture thinking and that God, you know, no matter what is happening, God's working all things together for good. Then we, then it, oh, it's so much easier not to dwell on that one little thing, that one little situation, that one little occurrence. Before you know it, a sense of God's holiness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces your worry at the center of your life. it has been a theme here the last couple of months. Jesus at the center. Jesus at the center. In verse, uh, verse 8, here we go. This is This is wonderful. This is, this is part of the pattern. Verse 8, summing it all up, friends, I'd say that you'll do best. Anybody want to do their best? You Want to be best? Live your best life? Yeah. I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and filling your minds with this. Meditating on things true, noble, Reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious. And here we go. This is how you shift your perspective. Because some of us in this room think in a certain way. Some of us in here in this room respond in a certain way. He says, dwell on the best, not the worst. Dwell on the best, not the worst. What are you thankful for? Dwell on the beautiful, not the ugly. Dwell on what's there, not what's not there. Dwell on things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that, and God, here we go, who makes everything work together will work You, into his most excellent harmonies. It's all about perspective. It's all about perspective. Maybe you're thinking of a situation where, you know, finances are straining right now, and I just want to encourage you, when you leave this place today, find something to be thankful for. Maybe it's as simple as, you know, this bill got paid. Maybe it's as simple as, you know what? We got a, we got a little bit of extra groceries this, this month or this week that we weren't expecting. Maybe it's as simple as, man, uh, uh, my job gave me a bonus. Maybe it's as simple as, I got this, I got clothes on my back. Start somewhere. Start somewhere and shift your perspective. Instead of, instead of seeing relationships or people as what, what they don't give you, think about what they do. Even if it's been strained in the past, what do they offer? What do they have to give? It's all perspective. I want to pray for you this morning. Because I believe this this is a pattern that's been laid out by the Apostle Paul for us. For us. For our lives to be better. For this church to be better. For McKinney to be better. Because you are in it. Father, I thank you for your goodness and your mercy and your grace. For your truth, Lord, the power of the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us. Lord, today we're declaring that we are shifting our perspective. Lord, that we're going to look for the best, not the worst. We're going to see the beauty in situations rather than the the ugliness. We're going to walk out of this place different knowing that you allow us, your peace allows us the chance to live in harmony with one another, to see the good in one another, to forgive one another, and for us to grow as believers, Lord. God, I thank you for your church, what it means to this earth, Lord. God, that we would be the example of those that that is attractive, a place where people want to get to. Lord, you are the one who restores. You are the one who has forgiven us. And so today, God, we give thanks. We thank you. I'm personally declaring that, I, that I'm just going to look for ways to celebrate you and to thank you. And let that be my response. Let that be my voice. Let that be what echoes from me, even in difficult situations, even in tough situations, Lord. And I thank you for strengthening the people that are watching online, the people in this building today. Lord, that they would know you in a deeper way and know what you have for them, Lord. That those of us that need a pattern, that need a few steps to get to a better place, Lord, we could see this. We, we could remember that all of these attributes that Paul is speaking are, are in Jesus. We see forgiveness, we see peace, we see strength. And so, Lord, we thank you that you would think so much of us that we could be the difference in someone's life. We could draw someone closer to you. We could say, you know what, I have, I don't know a lot, but I think I have something that's going to help you. Let me pray for you. Give us opportunities, God. Give us opportunities to minister to those in need, the down and out. Lord, those that are in this room and watching online that are battling fear and anxiety, Lord, Show them your peace, wrap them in your loving arms, show them your peace. Lord, that you would be there, stand up and recover. And Lord, in challenging times as as this earth and this world, this country, this state, this globe is so divided, Lord, that we know you are the answer. We know Jesus is the answer. We thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be a part of this family. Thank you for it this morning in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Enjoying the podcast? If you want more, you can always visit One Cause Church on YouTube and Facebook to watch full services.